back to Zenith Podcast. I'm your host, Caesar, and this is going to be a first of hopefully many. This is pretty much the beginning of a new series I want to do. Uh, reviews, you know, which means I review different content such as uh, albums, which is what I'm going to do today. Today I'm going to talk about Tyler Creator's new album, Call Me If You Get Lost. And then I'm also going to talk about Igor following that because Igor is my personal favorite album of all time. And Call Me If You Get Lost just came out fairly recently. So I just want to talk about both. It seems like a really good opportunity to start this. So I'm excited. And uh, pretty much what it's going to do is I'm just going to give my overall thoughts on the album what I got from it, what I kind of understand from it, um, then I'm just kind of kind of break it down with each song, and uh, give my opinions. I am in no nowhere near an expert on music, music theory, analyzing music. This is just a fan appreciating its art and trying to understand it and share with people. I know more Igor. I know I understand Igor way more than. Call Me If You Get Lost because obviously Igor has been out for two years. That's my favorite album. I've listened to it countless times. I've talked about it countless times with many different people. Call Me If You Get Lost. I've listened to it at least probably 20 times in the past two weeks. Like the entire album full. It's been... Honestly, I love it. I don't love it as much as Igor, but I'll explain that why. I'll explain why. Either way, this is a great album. I recommend listening to it. I hope you guys listen to it after listening to this episode. If you haven't yet, and uh, if you are going to, if you already have listened to it, hopefully you listen to it again with another lens or like, you know, a different lens kind of allowing you to appreciate it even more because but both of these works of art are amazing, to be honest. And uh, let's get started, shall we? So, Call Me If You Get Lost by Tyler Creator. This album, it's, uh, it's really interesting because um, it's, of course, different than all his other albums but as he gets older he just continuously proves that he's just evolving as an artist and as a person and that's what I love about him that's what I love about his music is that he's always been different since the beginning in the early Odd Future days with Goblin Wolf even Cherry Bomb you know and then that um, after Cherry Bomb a, a, a big shift changed um, when he released Flower Boy you know I think that's when he far, he finally started allowing himself to express himself, you know, rather than just uh, make music, but make music that, like, he is, uh, he connects to and he's proud of. And that started with Flower Boy. Flower Boy became critically acclaimed, following Igor, which is my personal favorite album. It actually won Grammy for Best Rap Album, which is amazing. And then Call Me If You Get Lost. I won't be surprised if this uh, gets its recognition as the past few, as the past few albums, because this one is just as good. So... Um, let's start off with the songs, yeah, and then I can just talk about at the end, like, what it's about, or we could talk about a little bit in the beginning, a little bit in the end, yeah, let's do that, okay, well, call me if you get lost, I, uh, I see it a lot as, like, a throwback to the Wolf and Goblin days, you know, with the production-wise, it seems like he's definitely knows how to use that grimy, aggressive sound better, you know, with, and his lyrics, his production just overall has gotten better, and he shows it here. What I love about his music is that his production is forever changing and evolving throughout the song. Very r- rarely it's the same beat for the two to three minutes of the entire length of the song, and that's that's talent, that's skill. In order to have a song start off with one sound and end with a completely different sound, but for it to make sense, it's a fucking skill, you know. And I personally, like, there's three main there's three main aspects of a song production melody and lyrics and um in personally me i always notice the production first following the melody and then once i start understanding understanding the melody of the song that's when the lyrics start to really hit me production wise i see a lot of horns and uh, trumpets and, and synths in this album there was a lot of synths on the Igor album as well, but with this album, like the horns kind of add a a triumphant presence to the album because this album is a big flex. That's part of this album. It's just him flexing and kind of understanding where he's at now and how much he's grown, which is which is pretty interesting, you know. And uh, I'm gonna go more in depth with that later on with the songs and how he introduces this idea and he kind of tells us what the album is throughout his songs, you know, 
so um it's this album's kind of like it's not as narratively driven as Igor so there is a story in this album kind of just kind of like two stories not really not really two stories but just uh two main aspects to look at pretty much one of them is the idea of uh this person falling like romance this person falling in love with someone finding and this person that they found that they fell for is taken and Tyler doesn't care and he tries to, he pursues it either way and ends up getting heartbroken <laughs> like fucking spoiler alert sorry but yeah he gets heartbroken at the end it didn't work out even though it obviously like was never going to work out if this person was already with someone else you know but he tried either way he tried because he was so confident in himself that he could get what he wants due to where he's at in life which is connected to the other part of the album which is kind of looking at his perspective of life you know where he's at how much he's grown how successful he is he's at the point where he could flex that because he can he doesn't give a fuck what you think he never really has but now he has the like the support of his work and what he's done to back up this flex you know and also like he's 30 now like he he's grown you know so yeah uh, starting off with the first song um, of the album, which is Sir Baudelaire. This is just like an introduction to the album. Um, the production kind of sounds bougie, like it's 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 like this guitar type of thing where is that like you're entering a mansion type of thing. I don't know. That's the vibe I get from it. Very luxurious, and it it kind of like represents where he's in life right now, which is luxurious because he kind of re- he recorded a lot of this album in Switzerland, and he mentions Switzerland a lot throughout this album, and being on a boat, and there's actually a clip of him like just like recording music or like, editing music in a, in a studio, and is he's in front of a giant window, and the window is just showing the beautiful mountains, snowy mountains of Switzerland, like that's fucking gorgeous. I cannot imagine just being there you know and yeah it's just like a little introduction to the album it's pretty cool it has dj drama dj drama is a big part of the album you know he helped produce it he is constantly uh hyping tyler up and at first i wasn't a big fan of it but then now i've grown to love dj drama's additions to the to the album it just adds more hype and tyler knows what dj drama is good at you know and that's how and he uses that to his advantage but yeah, so following Sir Baudelaire is Corso, which is a fucking banger. I fucking love Corso. It has so many one-liners. I love the piano in the back background of it. You know, um, one of my favorite, uh, like, what I'm going to do is that if, like, uh, if there is any good lyrics that stand out, I'm going to just read them, point it out. I'm not going to rap them because I'm not Tyler, you know, but just so you guys could understand how much of a good... A uh, good song this is, and how much of a good lyricist Tyler is. So in this, um, the Corso is kind of an introduction to the actual album, talking about what it's about. The first two verses are about him just flexing, talking about what he has, like don't fuck with him. And then the third verse is uh, he mentions this other person, you know, um, like tr- look, try to take somebody, bitch, cause I'm a bad person. I don't regret shit, but that bitch was worth it. In the end, she picked him. I hope that when they fucking, she's still thinking of me because I'm that perfect. What the fuck? <laughs> you know, it's, it is, it is just so wordplay is fucking amazing. And um, that's something that Tyler knows how to do so well. And sometimes, like, it's hard to catch these things because he does it as, like, even though he has such a deep and unique voice, um, it just, flies over you because the production is just that good too you know and uh that could be a problem that could not it depends on how you feel with you know the production of lyrics but both are fucking fire so yeah following corso is lemonhead lemonhead it has to do it's another banger it has to do just flexing not really giving a fuck um not really giving a fuck you know just flexing about his uh, about where he's at in life he literally starts off with saying, I don't lean, but my house do. Off the hill with a mean view. Nice house. If you look out, you can see some eagles and a few yachts. <laughs> like, what the hell? You know, just to flex on 
where he's at in life, and it's a, it's a really aggressive, really, it's kind of his version of a trap banger, you know, and it just has such a nasty attitude, and it's funny, because it goes from Lemonhead to Was Your Name, which is one of my personal favorites of the song, I mean, it was my, one of my personal favorite songs of the album, Was Your Name, it's a really groovy R&B throwback song, it's such a feel-good summer jam, perfect for this time of year, just driving, blasting the song under the sun, and NBA, NBA Youngboy, I was I was shocked when I heard him in this album, in this song, in this album in general. I'm not a really big fan of NBA Youngboy. I'm not a really big fan of trap in general. To be honest, I've I've always really appreciated like meaningful lyrics and content, things that I can connect to and understand, you know. And his verses is, is is fucking so good here, and that's something about this album. Tyler does so good is he brings out the best of every single feature every single feature in this album is amazing plays a perfect part and like not just a perfect part to the album but like he uses he, he utilizes the features and samples so good to the point where everything is like it, it doesn't it stands out but it doesn't steal the show some do some don't you know but overall it's every feature is such a perfect addition to this album which is what I love and like what's your name with that one i uh let's see one of my standout lyrics of of that is how uh he talks about like um you can tell me uh um if you got a man you should cut him off get a get your passport because we're running off you can sit and talk you can tell me everything that's on your chest baby get it off you're my type of you're a bright light like a moth this is not a game (laughs) you know just the wordplay again the wordplay you know, how moths are attracted to light and sometimes they can't help but chase it. And that's how he feels with this person. He just can't help but chase this person. What's your name? Summer Jam. Following this Summer Jam, yo, What's Your Name is Lumberjack, which is a single that he released um, before this album. Again, another banger. This this song is another flex as well. He's just constantly flexing his, in this album, but like, not another. I mean, it, I mean... Uh, it's obviously just a, like a giant victory lap for what he's accomplished so far. This album is just a kind of a staple of that, you know, on his perspective in life and just viewing, observing his life, you know. And he, uh, you know, like he, he he's not afraid to fucking say shit, you know. And he says here, like in in the first, again, the way he starts off, um, his verses is just always so fucking good. He says, I'm not going to say the N-word, but like N-words ain't really, on really on the type of shit he on. I hit Drizzy and told him I had a milli for him. I owe my company's full, told him to keep the loan. I took that gold bitch's home N-word was big mad, you know. Um, he, he mentions how he he brought Drake into Camp Flog. Now, sadly, it's so stupid how they booed him off that. Just a quick side note. You know, it's fucking stupid to have one. Tyler Creator has one of the biggest festivals um, I guess in the world, but for sure here in LA, and he got, like, so many, he has so many huge artists play for his festivals, he had Kanye, he had Kid Cudi, he brought on fucking Drake, and himself, you know, obviously he performs there too, but like, you know, and he could do that, and he's fucking successful, you know, and he just lets people know that he's successful, because that's, that's the shit you do when you got the time to do it. And he has the time to do it because obviously he goes to fucking Switzerland and records music there, which is fucking amazing, you know. And uh, following Lumberjack is Hot Wind Blows. Hot Wind Blows, again, another another flex, I guess, you know. This one, however, I really like the production. This is, has this, like, jazzy flute, gives that, gives off that, that possible vibe. I love the sample, the woman in the background her singing, her, the addition, like, the, like, his, her placement, like, the way she's placing the songs are fucking amazing, so perfect, really balances the whole thing, Lil Wayne, his feature was great, he's really a hit or miss, um, his, I liked his feature here more than on Flower Boy, the flow, his flow change, everything's so good, I really like it, and, you know, again, when he, like, when he's talking about, (laughs) okay, so, this is like look at the wordplay that Tyler has here, okay? The car like so so many stinky sit in my wallet look like a folding chair. The cardier so light on my body thought I floated here. We bolted here. It's tonichi. 
I'm Tyler, but call me Baudelaire. Out in Switzerland, travel here with my bitch. Yeah, we kissing, dog. Okay. He does... So... <laughs> he said we boated here. It's Tunichi. I'm Tyler, but call me Baudelaire. Alright? So... The reason why he's saying Colin Baudelaire, the first song of the album starts off with Baudelaire. Baudelaire is a French poet, and he, um, a lot of his work is uh, based off of uh, romantics, but also observation of real life, you know? And Tyler has, just pretty much what this album is about, it's, it's, an, it's, it's an observation of his real life, but implementing romantics, and he and Tyler does that, you know, which with which is why there's a big, a big like concept of flexing here, you know, because that, that's at the point that's where he's at right now. He's observing his life. He's seeing that holy shit, you know, like I'm successful, I'm doing good, and no one can really stop me. But at the same time, he brings in this romantics of um, the story of you know of being in love with the person who's taken, and this is something that like he's always kind of. Not always, but he's mentioned since Flower Boy and Igor. Igor is all about a breakup album, you know, and this one is Heartbreak, so this motherfucker is heartbroken, <laughs> you know? Sadly, he's a simp, but he doesn't treat it like a simp, you know? And then following How Wind Blows is Massa, which is, um, this one is a really, uh, really, like, heavy on the lyrics. This song is super heavy on the lyrics. It's such a, like... It trips me out, dude. Like, if, if I highly recommend searching up the lyrics for this for this entire song, if you, if you're interested in just seeing where um where he's at, this is a direct throwback to the Goblin days with with his production and its like and its flow, you know. And and he's pretty much talking about his life and like how much he's changed as a person, how much he's changed with the sound. And he like he mentions Goblin, he mentions Cherry Bomb, he mentions Flower Boy, you know. He talks about how he doesn't really give a fuck about what you think, you know. Like it is, this is this is some good shit. That's all I gotta say. This is some good shit, you know. And like and uh, and not just that, but also like again, he got to flex, you know. He's like eight figures in taxes. Taking that shit is stupid. A flower gets a petal, they pluck it but never use it. It's still potholes in a school. When 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 does it go? It's still loopholes that I use. Nobody knows. You know, like he just mentions how he get like getting taxed, but yet he's, they're not fucking helping his community. You know, and that's something that's very interesting about Tyler is that like he cares about this shit, but he's not gonna be like a direct advocate for it. You know, and he mentioned that again in in, in another song that's coming up. But he like his wordplay. He likes to bring shit up like this. You know, just to talk about how he's. He's fucking where he's at in life. And yeah, this whole, like, this whole album is pretty much a moment, you know, uh, like an observation, a pause for his life and just seeing where he's at and how much he's grown. Call Me If You Get Lost. He's, the album's called Call Me If You Get Lost. Why? Because, you know, he uh, he knows how it feels to be in a completely different like part of life than where he was where he is now compared to where he was you know he knows that and he wants you to call him if you get lost and it really um that one does a really good that's a really good segue actually to the next song which is run it up run it up reminds me a lot of running out of time from igor due to it's like build up for his production you know and it's kind of funny how they both have the word run in it but yeah it's another again it's another it has like a victory lap type of vibe with the synths and the horn you know this is also probably one of my favorite songs of the album run it up such an easy lesson for me because i just love the production the progression of the production of this of this song and then also the lyrics are pretty good too like it's it's a very it's very inspirational it's very simple this song is really simple but like pretty much Tyler's saying like chase your dreams you know like when you're in your room and you stare at a ceiling dreaming, I want you to know it's no ceiling. I want you to notice that feeling. I want you to leave and go for it. I want you to reach with no feeling. Throw a clearing, scream it, let him hear it. Run that shit up. You know, he's telling you to follow your dreams. And you should. I should. We all should, you know. And that's why I love this song. It's very inspirational. It's very simple. The production is amazing. It really reminds me of running out of time from Tyler, from Igor. But yeah, and then following that is Manifesto, 
Manifesto is uh, it's pretty much an aggressive response to people's expectations on him. You know, again, he's just it's a massive flex. He doesn't give a fuck about what you think. He never really did, and he brings it up here. You know, he's like bringing up old lyrics like I hide shit. What's your address? I could probably send you a copy, bitch. I was canceled before cancel was for Twitter fingers. Protesting outside my shows, I gave him the middle finger. I was a teenager tweeting Selena crazy shit. Didn't want to offend her. Apologize when I see her. Back when I was trying to fuck Bieber, just then I say with my chest out. You say it with your chest in. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? He literally just talked about like what did the fuck Justin Bieber in a song like? You know, it's just um, which is like, and how easily that wordplay just shifted from cancel from Twitter from getting canceled to Twitter to wanting to fuck Justin and using Selena as like the bridge between that. You know. It's fucking such clever wordplay, and I love how Tyler doesn't give a fuck. You know, even with his sexuality, he's hinted at his sexuality since Flower Boy, even before that, honestly. But, um, you know, he embraces it now, and that's what I love. How he doesn't really give a fuck, you know. So yeah, Manifesto is a, it's a pretty good song. Then following Manifesto is probably again uh, my favorite song of the entire album, Sweet. And I thought I want you to, I want you to dance, which is two songs in one this song is about nine minutes long but like it's crazy because in those nine minutes so much happens there's a story in this album you know what like what like i said falling in love with someone they are which who are taken and they end up being heartbroken because the person chose the other like chose their significant other rather than tyler and uh sweet and i thought one wanted you to dance does that you know it, it talks it talks about that story and both features are amazing. Brent Fias in Sweet, his voice is so fucking like angelic. It's beautiful. I love it. And then Daisy for um, Daisy for I thought I want you to dance is probably one of my favorite features of any Tyler song in my personal opinion. I just love the way that like I, I just love the way she sounds with that art with that reggae like production you know but with sweet what i love about sweet is um the which is the first song is like the synth the r&b sound you know it really gives really strong igor vibes like if it was part of the vault of igor but it just didn't make the cut because it didn't really fit the narrative which doesn't really fit the narrative i mean it kind of does but i could like it just it really reminds me of igor which is why it probably is my favorite song of the album you know and what what blows my mind about sweet is that Tyler added two bridges for that song. You know, usually there's only one bridge of the song, but no, like, he put two bridges in the song, and the first one was, like, kind of... I love the second one more than the first one. The second one, what I love um, is also the lyrics in the bridge, you know, saying, Darling, you're the wind under my wings. My heart beats triple time when I see you. <laughs> Something I can't control. If I compared you to the sun, it's outside. You got a smile that could light up a planet. And I wanted you to know, ooh, goddamn, you know, um, Sweet is all about being in love with this person, being super infatuated with them, you know, because there's like, they, I, like, I, I should call you sugar because you're so sweet, you know, but then it, uh, it transitions into, I thought I wanted, I wanted you to dance, you know, which itself is kind of like understanding like, oh shit, like, you're not choosing me. You're choosing this other person. I thought you wanted to dance with me, you know? And it's it sucks, you know, it's such a heartbreak. But and even in the end, you know, um Daisy and Tyler's verse, you know, like I wish that we had better timing. But I'll I will i save this dance for you. It's it's fucking I don't know how to describe it, but something Tyler does a lot with me. It just it just gets me right right where it fucking hurts you know um he did a lot in igor and he did that here and it uh personally me i've never really been in a long-term relationship i've never really been the luckiest with dating and just romance and i always feel that like shit always happens you know like just i'm just like shit always happens and you know that's how i feel sometimes like i thought you wanted to dance but i guess not and just taking the l you know and following sweet and I want you and I thought I wanted you to dance is rise which is uh, again 
one of my personal favorite songs of the album. This al- on this song is a, is, is, is a lot more upbeat, you know, <laughs> compared to I Thought One to the Dance. This song is, again, another flex, you know, rise. Um, when I rise to the top, I'll tell you right now, like, I'll show you something. What I love about this song is the, like, the flow of it. It's such a fun, it, it's such a fun, like, song, you know, like, look, you could tell me I can't, I'll tell you I can. You could tell me I can't, I'll do it again. Reversing the job like I'm blowing a fan. No matter which way you look at, understand, it's plugged in. You tell me it's nine lives, I'm pushing up ten. You tell me to do five, I push a buck ten. I might just cut off the brakes and aim for the sideline. You know, like, God damn. Don't stop me. And you can't stop me. I'm going to rise to the top and, you know, I'm going to show you what's up there. And that's what I love about this song. It's like, it really makes me feel good. It really makes me feel like, like, inspirational. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to rise to the top too. And uh, that's what I love about Tyler, that he has so many different songs in this album that mean different things he's flexing he's saying that follow your dreams he's also saying like don't be a simp but i am a simp you know and all of this is all cohesive with the sound and that's something that takes a lot of skill you know a lot of people can't really do that but yeah after rise it's a it's a juggernaut which uh juggernaut i don't know how to i don't know explain it it's just a banger itself what i love about juggernaut is that each feature it just flows so cohesively and fluidly to the next from tyler to lil uzi to fucking Frau williams Frau williams is rapping in this fucking album i don't know when's the last time he rapped but each verse is fucking great juggernaut coming in they're coming in as a juggernaut with the fucking suit of armor ready to fuck shit up you can't fuck with them and it's another flex you know that's pretty much what tyler's been doing this entire album it shouldn't be a surprise by now and then however to the flex as always gotta bring you back down gotta humble you with wilshire which which is again another long ass song it's about eight minutes long this song is pretty much just the entire story of of the of like the the narrative of of the love part of this album you know where he talks about falling in love with someone and this person is taken he doesn't care he knows this he knows that they're taken and he's still like being with them he understands he like feels a certain way with them he understands that this person feels the same way with him he thinks that she's gonna choose him and at the end she doesn't and he's left heartbroken you know and Wilshire is just the entire story of that so if you don't really want to listen to the entire album but see what the story is about listen to Wilshire and you will you know but that one is just a, a really heavy lyric song um, probably one of my least favorite songs of the album, just cause like, it's just really long and there's not really a lot of production change in the album, like uh, uh, in the song, you know, it's just like the same beat over and over and it's just him telling a story. I get it. Just me personally. I really love it when Tyler, you know, when, with it, when it's, when the production changes, it always like, it always leaves like, holy shit, like, oh, what's going to happen next? You know, like uh, unexpected. But it didn't feel this way with the song. Then after Wilshire, it ends with Safari, which is very close to Sir Bertler, which is just like a, a grand closing to the entire album. Very triumphant. Horns and jazz chops, you know, using you um um using the like using the horns as like a as a way of like alright look like we're just a victory lap, you know, like, like, um, how they do in the Olympics, where they're just driving around the laps, looking at all their trophies, looking at all the shit that they, that they had, and that's what Safari feels, just a grand closing to this album, and a beautiful chaos of sound, which is something Tyler really knows how to do, just bring so many sounds together, and make it sound cohesively, despite it being so chaotic, you know, but that's, just the talent and skills that he has as a producer, not as a rapper, but as a fucking producer. You know, both him and DJ Drama did such a good job with the production of this album. Really happy with this album, with how it came out. I didn't know he was going to release this album this year. He just fucking announced it. That was going to come out in two weeks. And I got so happy. And I loved Igor. Igor, I literally listened to the album, like, at least once, twice a month for the past two years. And... This album has been such an easy listen as well, 
but at the end of the day, Igor is still my number one, and I'm going to tell you why right now. So, uh, Call Me If You Get Lost, that album, I'd give it like a solid 8.5 out of 10. Great listen, super fun, super unique, super Tyler, you know, Tyler at, at his best. He knows He knows what he's good at now, and he demonstrated it with this album. And Igor, let's go into it, yeah? So, Igor, this album, I, f- I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> I don't know, I just fucking love it so much. Let's just start off with the, with the album cover in general. What I love about it is the, is the palette, purple, black, gray, white, you know, <laughs> colorful, but also messy. Really, um, it's not smooth, you know? It's like, the, the background is pink. It's really, it's really vibrant because of the production it i think it, it represents the production of, of this album which is really loud really fun really fast-paced really vibrant and then igor's face is so like kind of like sad hope not sad and hopeless but like there's a melancholy vibe to his face you know and it totally contradicts the the pink background of it and it's because of the story, you know, this is a breakup album, a love triangle album, you know, where he ends up taking out at the end. And uh, the the album cover does such a beautiful job showing that, you know, with Igor's face, with the name Igor itself, you know, Igor is kind of like this demon, this monster. And that's kind of how he feels at the end and i'll tell you why you know because it's part of the narrative there is a narrative there's a direct story with this album where every single song um pretty much plays a crucial role into telling the story you could follow the story by listening to this to the album from start to finish no skips and completely understand what's going on and i'm gonna tell you why right now so if you haven't please 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 after this after you after you hear me talk about uh, talk about igor listen to igor from start to finish no skip it's only like a 35 minute album it's a really easy listen and hopefully you could listen to it with this lens because igor like tyler creates a world in this album he creates a universe where you're part of the story you know you're in the story you you know how igor feels going through each phase of this of this relationship and you know spoiler at the end it doesn't work out you could see that by the fucking names of the songs you know it's not really a spoiler alert but oh well so let's start off with igor's theme with itself is just you know like the theme of, of the album what i like about igor's theme is that it starts off with the heavy sins which is kind of like the connect the foundation of the production of this album every single song has heavy synths in it no matter how the vibe is of the song every single song has heavy synths in it which is such a cool aspect how everything's connected despite the variety of sounds and like melody that's in each song you know in the album itself so yeah Igor's theme is um it's pretty much just like an introduction it's the theme of of this of this album and then going into earthquake Earthquake is the be- is the official beginning of the album. This one is um talks about the spark of infatuation, hoping that it'll be for real this time. Literally starting off the lyrics for real, for real, for real this time. You know, hoping it's gonna be for real this time, and like hoping they don't leave. You know, if it is for real, hoping they don't leave, and it starts off with just like very poppy because this is an exciting time you know of the album it's also like uh, the reason why it's like earthquake is because it's kind of like holy shit like the world's shaking like holy shit like what is this you know is this is something new like what's gonna happen with this you know hopefully it's something good and after this earthquake i think is next you know and this song i think is pretty much it's it's meant to move your body because your blood's flowing thinking that you're falling in love and hoping that this time is for real it's such a what it it's like and but however you're kind of wondering how to express it how to tell them that like you think you're falling in love with them you know um and what i love about this album is that again tyler's production this fucking song makes me want to fucking dance makes me want to move 
and and that's how you feel when you're at this point of a relationship at, the, at this point of meeting someone once you start like falling for them you're like holy shit i think i'm falling in love with this person holy shit like you know the fucking sun is shining brighter the colors are brighter you know the flowers are blooming you know this is how you feel <laughs> and after i think it's uh, running out of time you know and with running out of time it's just like the song it's just it's just like what the song it's title saying is that like you're running out of time to make them love you back you realize that you're falling in love with them and you just want to make sure that they feel the same way you know so um what i like about this song is that it has such a beautiful build-up and the production of this of this song is again just beautiful chaos you know the the the, the beat drop of this song has such a fucking like it's 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 such an it's such an organized sound of chaos it's just all collectively fluid um you're trying to freak out because you're trying to make the other person feel the same way as you and like you're just pretty much running out of time to make them love you this is it feels like an intruder type of thing because it's such a simple song but it does mean a lot to the narrative because after you realize you're running out of time with them shit starts to kind of like hit the fan and the next song is New Magic Wand. The production of this song is fucking crazy. It's, it's, I think Tyler's like one of his favorite songs. Um, it is, I think it is his favorite song that he's created. New Magic Wand. Um, the reason why the production is so crazy is because this is a part of the, of this, like this is the part of the relationship where shit starts to go down. And you know shit starts to go down because of the wildness of the song. You realize that there's someone else in the picture what yes it's a fucking love triangle you're in love with this person but this person has someone else and um it does i mean it's not really clear but uh tyler is in love with the man this man um pretty much his ex-girlfriend is in is like they're like you know his there's a girl in the picture and this is what um new magic wand is about kind of like knowing that there's another person to picture new magic wand new magic wand like the word new magic magic wand it's from photoshop is to remove something from the picture which is what he wants to do he wants to remove this other person from the picture you realize that you're too deep too deep into this and your feelings are undeniable you know and even after after the crazy beat drop he fucking he releases his emotions through the production with the fucking with the crazy beat, beat drop but then after that he follows it with the lyrics take one look in a mirror implications so clear i live life with no fear except for the idea that one day you might not be here you know which is um you know like it, it really does kind of resonate with tyler because tyler doesn't like he always like shows that he doesn't give a fuck however he clearly like gives a fuck about this person if you know he like he can't imagine like the world without this person so yeah, that's what New Magic Wand is about. It's pretty crazy. After New Magic Wand is A Boy is a Gun, which is, again, like, this one reminds me of a lot of a Kanye song due to, like, the production. Just a, the flow, you know? Like, like you so motherfucking dangerous. You so motherfucking dangerous, you know? A Boy is a Gun, which is officially, like, um, you officially acknowledge your vulnerability and you're hoping that they don't hurt you, you know? And especially with the song, the lyrics are fucking, like, like Tyler's wordplay is, he's at his prime here, you know, um, just look at, like, like, just, like, listen to this verse, take your hoodie off while you hide your face from me, make your fucking mind, I'm sick of waiting patiently, how come you're the best to me, I know you're the worst for me, boy, you're sweet and sugar, diabetic to the first degree, <laughs> you know, I mean, right there, like, he just pretty much, like, shows that this person is a man that he's in love with, and, um, in New Magic Wand, he realized, and he mentioned that it's the girl that can take her out of the picture, you know? And then, like, again, like, boy, you're sweet and sugar, diabetic to the first degree. That is such a fucking one-liner that I, it, it, when I first heard it, I was like, ooh, you know, goddamn. But yeah, this fucking song, dude, I fucking love the production of this song. The fucking video looks like, uh commercial for like versace or some shit it's such a bougie video what i love which is what i love and that's something i like about tyler too is that his his music videos for both call me if you get lost and igor are are great they're fucking funny like and that's what i love about tyler is that he's fucking he's such a hilarious person he's so energetic and fun fact about it he doesn't even fucking smoke weed or really drink alcohol he doesn't do much it's just him sober 
has so much energy and he's just in a different frequency he's built different literally built different but yeah let's go back to Eeyore so puppet puppets next after you realize that like this person has a gun to you like they could hurt you and you're vulnerable you you start to understand that like you're their puppet you you, you start to only care about them and you're and you're feeling controlled and only want them to be happy you know which isn't really a healthy thing but i don't know about you i felt this song i, I felt this way so like before where i disregard my own well-being i disregard my own happiness and put someone's happiness above mine thinking that it'll make me happy but at the end of the day it doesn't you know and um like his his first verse for this song uh pretty much talks about how like like you're like addict like you're their puppet but also what's really interesting is that like he wrote this you know for a person like for being in love with someone but then also like when you read the lyrics this could kind of be interpreted as also like just being addicted in general like addicted to drugs addicted to something you know because um just like listen to the lyrics i want to talk i want to call you and talk i want to walk to your front door and knock after i start my vehicle drive to your city because we live an hour apart land on your driveway and put it in park then read the third line of the verse of this verse the third line of this verse is i want to walk to your front door and knock so he just called back his own fucking verse in like <laughs> in a verse i don't know if, like fucking his wordplay is i don't know i don't know how to describe it i love i love like clever wordplay which is what which is why i love kendrick lamar you know his fucking lyrics are supreme to no other but i'll talk about that in another in another episode and um puppet also kanye's kanye's uh feature like what i love about igor compared to call me if you get lost and flower boy is that the features here play such a crucial role to the to to the song and to the narrative but none of the features really outshine or even like take away from the narrative of igor they just play a crucial role they're like playing supporting characters and that's what kanye does here that's what solange does you know that's what slow tie does a lot of these a lot of these features in igor like it's hard to notice at first too because they're just that good they just play so well into the song which is what i love you know so after puppet it's what's good which is another wild wild song because at this point this is another wild part of the relationship after you realize that you're, you're like after you realize where you're at you start to think about it and like think if it's worth it what's good what's even worth it at this point you know so you come to um, the realization if it's even worth it you see the light at the end of the tunnel hoping it's that it's just you moving on you know um before the before the beat drop you could hear slow tie literally saying i see the light you know and um this is a super aggressive song because at this point you're kind of like you're kind of upset that it took you this long to realize it but you kind of come to this realization finally you know and then after what's good it's gone gone and thank you which was my favorite song of this album for such a long time especially thank you and uh it's again another two song in one gone gone starts off as a very like upbeat and um yeah like it has really upbeat production you know because it's kind of like you come to this realization like oh my god like whether like even the lyrics go like whether it's rain or shine i know i'm fine for now my love's gone you know like all right i'm 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 done i'm done with this hopefully it gets hopefully it gets better you know and and the same song <laughs> fucking after thinking you after thinking you see the light after thinking that you know like it's over i'm moving on the feelings hit you and that's where thank you hits you thank you hit me so fucking hard when i first listened to it it still hits me when i listen to it now because of what it means you know at the end of the day the second part talks about being thankful for the experience but also being left so traumatized that you just don't want to go through it again the lyrics so simple but mean so much you know thank you for the love thank you for the joy but i don't ever want to fall in love again thank you for your time 
thank you for your mind, but I don't ever want to fall in love again. You know, this song hit me hit me so fucking hard because I felt this so much, like with so many different situations where I I, I meet someone and they're cool and I'm like, oh, I start to like them and it doesn't work out and it sucks. But at the end of the day, like, you know, it, it was an experience and I try to be thankful for the experience, but you know, I, I don't want to go through it again. I fucking, I, I hate going through it again. And I don't, I don't want to fall in love. I don't want to feel this pain. I don't want to get vulnerable because I know how much it hurts. Love is amazing, but there's so much pain that it's, that's connected to it, whether it's before or after, you know, or even during. And this song really hit me for like, for that reason. Thank you. Like, at the end of it, thank you, you know, and then after thank you, it's, I don't love you anymore, which is kind of like a, like, he's throwing a tantrum, it's, it's such a, like, it's so, it's such a melancholy vibe to this song, like, especially with the guitar in, in the middle, because, uh, at this point, he's throwing a tantrum, he's upset, he's upset that, like, that, he, that, that he's wasted his time, and he realizes that they, he doesn't love them anymore, you know, after everything that, like, after everything that's happened, I I felt this before where I'm like fuck man I literally wasted my time I cringe sometimes when I look back at the people who I fucking dated or I liked I'm like what the fuck was I doing <laughs> you know I wasted my time but you know it's it's contradictory to thank you which is funny but you're at this point where like you're just so full of emotions you don't know how to feel you're just trying to process everything and Tyler does such a good job um, expressing that that's why I love this album he does such a good job putting what I've been through into words, into this fucking combination of production, lyrics, and flow that have all fucking caught my ear and caught my heart and caught my fucking life, you know? And then, after you realize you don't love anymore, after everything, after falling in love, after running out of, after like running out of time thinking that they could love you back, realizing that it's, that like you're too into this shit, after realizing that they don't love you, getting your heart broken, trying to move on, at the end, you still ask one question, are we still friends, the first 30 seconds of this song, it's so fucking beautiful, it, I don't even know how to fuck to this, it's such a beautiful but ambiguous ending to this album, you know, the first 30 seconds of the song sounds like it could come from a fucking song from the 60s, the vibe of it, it's so beautiful, and it's, it's just a really simple song, it's just kind of, like, at the end, you know, you're just, you're wondering, are we still friends, because you don't want to, like, you're asking, like, after all that happened, like, if it, like, that you don't want bad blood, you know, he literally says, like, I don't want to end the season in a bad episode, because imagine ending it like Game of Thrones, fuck that, you know, I'd rather end it like The Mandalorian, but Mandalorian hasn't ended yet. That, no, that wasn't good real. But either way, don't end it like fucking Game of Thrones, alright? That's pretty much the point of this. And, you know, like... And it ends with, again, the heavy synths. It ends with the heavy synths. It starts with the heavy synths. It kind of might lead to a circle again. You know, since you're asking if you're still friends, you know, like... Will you go through it again? Like, if you're friends, like, can you even be friends? Like, will you fall in love with them again? You don't know. This might be a circle. This might be a cycle. You know? It's such an ambiguous ending. Like, cause it even says, I don't say goodbye. <laughs> That's literally how it ends, you know? Um, Tyler's screaming. In, like, in, in desperation. And... Igor, man. What a story. I I love this album. I, I listen to this album, so it's such an easy listen. I love every single song from this album. It's really, and like that's why I love listening to albums personally. You know, I love when albums can paint a picture of a whole. I love when artists are able to do that. You know, because albums are meant to show a vision of the artist. You know, not just a collection of sounds. That's why I don't really like like a lot of these like these trap artists because their albums don't really mean shit. They're just trying to come up with bangers. Hopefully, some of these bangers in this album are hits and they make money. Unlike Tyler, who created Igor to tell a story, not really looking for radio hits, you know, and that's what I appreciate, that's what I love about him, 
and I wasn't able to see him live for his Igor tour. That's genuinely one of my biggest regrets in life, in life, in my fucking life, is that I wasn't able to see him live for Igor. However, I'm going to see him live for Call Me If You Get Lost. I'm going to manifest this. I'm going to make it happen, no matter what. This is going to happen. I have to see him live, because he's 100% one of my favorite artists of all time, you know? And um, I'm hoping, after talking for fucking 50 minutes, you know, about, about Tyler, <laughs> you, like, you you guys could kind of understand why he, he is. Um, I didn't even get to talk about Flower Boy much. Flower Boy is, is in a fucking another amazing album that made me fall in love with Tyler. You know, that was my that was my first favorite album from him. I didn't really like him before that. I listened to a few songs, but the sound was just too off for me, you know? Igor. If I were to rank Flower Boy, Igor, and Come and Get Lost, I would rank... I, I think I like Flower Boy more than Call Me If You Get Lost. Again, just because of Tyler's exploring his existential crisis of, like, his identity, you know? And Flower Boy, he does that. Call Me If You Get Lost is kind of like, once, like, he's already reached that point, you know? He's just looking at his life now, you know? Where he's at, how much he's grown. But yeah, um, this is my review. This is literally all one take, all raw. I mean, not all raw, because I kind of, I kind of took a little note, a little bit of notes, but I just kind of spoke from the heart, because um, this is how I feel, you know. If uh, if you like this, if you want more episodes like this, let me know. Give me your feedback. Literally, like, if you think this episode was trash, if you think I, I'm stupid, tell me, tell me, fuck it, you know. Like, I want to learn. <laughs> I want to get better at this. I want to get better at understanding music, not just understanding music, but just being able to articulate as well, you know, because. Um, music is, is amazing art it's, it's art it's gorgeous you know it could mean so much and and igor means that much to me tyler means that much to me and i really hope one day i could meet him maybe even have him on a podcast who knows but this will just this will conclude the review for tyler creator's album call me get lost and igor why i love igor and why you should listen to both albums if you haven't already and also if you haven't if you're not following me yet you could always follow me at social media Instagram, Twitter, at Zenith underscore podcast. Um, again, you could, you could also leave a review on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or like wherever that's from. Message me. Give me feedback. I'm trying to like come up with new stuff, trying to think of new series, create new content, better content, just get better in general. I really hope you like this, and I really hope you come back. And um, yeah, you already know where to find me at, to Zenith. Thank you. Have a good day.